Here is a uh, question from Brother Sevaki Dasi in Mayapur. And uh, she's quoting uh, Chaitanya Charitamadhyan Lila, uh, where Srila Prabhupada says, A mundane person in the dress of a Vaishnava should not be respected but rejected. This is enjoined in the Shastra Upeksha. The word Upeksha means neglected. One should neglect an envious person. The preacher's duty is to love the Supreme Personality of God and make friendship with Vaishnavas, show mercy <coughs> to the innocent and respect, reject or neglect those who are envious or jealous. There are many jealous people in the dress of Vaishnavas in this Krishna consciousness movement and they should be completely neglected. There is no need to serve a jealous person who is in the dress of a Vaishnava. How do we actually go about, now here comes the question, how do we actually go about neglecting or rejecting people like this who have moved into our community, who live amongst and whom, whom we live amongst and whom the politically correct deem acceptable and equal to other devotees? Okay, the uh, purport here, Srila Prabhupada, is paraphrasing a uh, actual verse from 11th Canto where the different levels of devotees are described, and uh, this is describing the Madhyam Arikari. And this is the conduct of a Madhya Madhikari uh, that Adhida Jagannath uh, that uh, even though uh, he's a Vaishnav, he relates to different kinds of people uh, differently. And there it said that those who are envious, they should be uh, rejected. Those who have no real interest in uh, spiritual life. Uh, Rupa Goswami talks about Krishnaita uh, Yasyagiritan, about associating with those Vaishnavas who are not very advanced, not as advanced as oneself, but still, because the nature of Vaishnava is to be merciful, he gives uh, mercy to others. However, this is a different type of Vaishnava that we're talking about here. Uh, here, Prabhupada uses the word envious and jealous. So, and he says, there are many such devotees in the Krishna consciousness community, and I, I take it he's using Krishna consciousness literally in the words of the Krishna consciousness movement. And uh, these individuals uh, are not uh, interested in uh, getting spiritual guidance. They're not interested in being helped in any way, but the nature is envious and jealous. So then we should consider two things. Uh, one is the spiritual uh, circles in which we move, and the other one is the social circles in which we move. And uh, these two interconnect. Uh, spiritually speaking, uh, as now this quote says, uh, one should avoid those people who are envious, even those who are Vaishnavas. That means for our own spiritual advancement, uh, we don't invite these people to satsang, we don't uh, engage in uh, discussion with them, uh, either on philosophical points or what to speak of, uh, practical uh, points of uh, application of philosophy. Because we find that their envious nature is a disturbance uh, to 
our spiritual advancement to the Vaishnav community. So, in that sense, we reject them. On the other hand, uh, we do live in an international society. Uh, we live in a, and that international society is even within a broader society of individuals in which you can't just have nothing to do uh, or completely uh, distance yourself uh, from uh, those who are not favorable to Krishna consciousness. Take one example, someone is employed. Uh, your boss may not be favorable to Krishna consciousness. He may be jealous or envious. What do you do? Get another job? Uh, in your interview, you say uh, to the employer, are you favorable towards Krishna consciousness? No. You keep a low profile in your workplace. You don't discuss Krishna consciousness uh, with that person, but you have to interact with them. And what an employer is one thing, and what other employees... Uh, if we find that uh, employees are also in a similar situation, we have to work with them, we interact with them, within their, we're in their physical presence, uh, but at the same time, which means that we can't reject them, but at the same time, uh, we certainly don't uh, share topics of Krishna consciousness because it's disadvantageous to them and not of any spiritual benefit for ourselves. Another example, uh, which is not necessarily always so, is, for instance, uh, uh, parents. Sometimes parents are very antagonistic towards Krishna consciousness, and yet at the same time they're attached to their children, and we maintain a connection with them and go visit them and uh, stay uh, over with them. So if Krishna consciousness becomes a point of uh, conflict, especially of them making offenses, then we draw a baseline standard that we just don't discuss this uh, whatsoever so that their jealous and envious nature doesn't come out, but because socially uh, we need to have some type of interaction uh, with parents, therefore we do that. And in the same way, uh, we may live in an expanding society of Vaishnavas uh, in which the word Vaishnava is really applied to so many different classes uh, of people, from very advanced uh, to these Prabhupada says, people who are in the dress of uh, Vaishnavas. And we may have to serve alongside them, or work alongside them, live alongside them. They may be neighbors. Uh, what did uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates do? Uh, they also lived under certain circumstances. When it came to having their kirtan and association, they excluded everyone else. But at the same time, they were living in a community of Brahmins who were often very envious. Uh, they were polite with them, uh, respectful. I'm sure they would say hello as they walked by. Uh, in fact, uh, they may have participated in social functions that were taking uh, place, in which it was expected that because the Vaishnavas were also Brahmins, uh, that they participated in those type of social activities. And yet, they kept a distance and didn't get themselves into the type of situation where they would be obliged to hear envious talk or uh, be party uh, to any type of activity that resulted uh, from envious people's uh, misbehavior. In that same way, we need to also balance these two things. Uh, we may be very nice and polite to other uh, people who we don't find to be 
conducive to our spiritual development, uh, but uh, we keep a uh, good distance from them uh, when it comes to the practice of Krishna consciousness. And then, of course, there is such a thing, and it's both stated within ISKCON law, uh, as well as something that's being practiced, that when people are really over the top in terms of their envy, their jealousy, they're vocalizing that, and uh, they take part in different types of philosophies that run against the spiritual welfare of uh, those around them, and they don't keep their beliefs to themselves, but they try to convert and propagate others. At that time, when people become a real major disturbance to the society, then society also has and must have rules to then remove that type of person. For instance, in a society around us, you may have a disagreement uh, with your neighbor, and you may call each other names, uh, that's fine. But uh, when your neighbor starts to uh, uh, shoot at you, or smash your car, or uh, kidnap your child, then that's no longer fine. Then the social standards dictate uh, that something has to be done about that person. In the same way, when envious or jealous people uh, cause a disturbance that doesn't fit into the norms of the society, then they have to be warned or ultimately uh, removed. And that's the business of management uh, to have clearly drawn lines, parameters, and when people cross over them, uh, then not only uh, have they been uh, rejected by spiritually uh, by other uh, well-meaning Vaishnavas, uh, but uh, they may be also rejected socially. Uh, they may become outcasts uh, from society uh, because uh, their conduct just really doesn't fit in, and it's over the top. Anyway, those are some thoughts, and Hare Krishna.